0: Welcome, Teacher Sellers, to the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Angie and April are two full-time teachers-pay-teacher-sellers who chat with each other daily about their businesses. They're opening up their conversations to help you grow your teacher store. Are you ready to listen in? Here we go.
1: Hey, Teacher Sellers. Today we're talking about something that hasn't been around for super long, which are chatbots. Join in on the conversation about this in our mastermind group at growwithusmastermind.com. And of course, you can find the show notes and any links we discuss at growwithuspodcast.com at the slash episode 25, as well as some screenshots of examples of how we use chatbots for our businesses. Hey, Angie, how's it going? It's going pretty good over here. It's
0: cold. How about you? (laughs)
1: Uh, Finally warmed up now that all the weird snow in Phoenix is drying up. (laughs) Yeah, now that I left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's finally it's been it's been like 75 in the afternoon. So, it's really exciting. This morning I went out and I did a little shopping because I've been buying all these winter clothes for the last 3 months because for the last 10 years I've lived here, I haven't had any winter clothes. And so we've now I own like a closet full of long sleeve stuff that I'm probably never <laughs> going to wear again cuz this has such been such a weird winter. And so Target just put out all their new spring clothes. So I was like, and it's, it's warmer. So I'm like, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to get back to my flip flops and dresses. And
0: yeah, I'm ready, but we still have a little bit of a wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're going to be waiting a couple more months and then you'll have like three weeks of it. You really need to move here. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's better. I heard that we might get the weird weather back again. And if so, I'm prepared this time now that I have real jackets so. Yeah, we're talking about chatbots today and we decided to talk about this because you started using ManyChat a couple of weeks ago. Um, so we thought it would be a good way to kind of chat about how we use it, what's kind of working for us, what's not working for us. Um, I've been using them for about maybe a year or so. I don't know. I feel like it's been a while, but I haven't really been completely dedicated to it. And there's so many more options I haven't explored. So. We asked the Facebook group what their questions were about chatbots, and we got some really great advanced questions, and we also got a lot of "What is a chatbot?" So <laughs> I'm going to do my best to explain that um, because essentially, a chatbot is when you know a company sets up a basically a bot or a computer to chat with you based off of you know what you're saying to them. So, like if you go on Facebook and you contact any major company, Target, Kohl's, whatever, via Facebook Messenger, you'll notice that usually they reply instantly and they say something to you. Or they have you pick from options like, do you want to talk to somebody? Is this regarding a store experience? And then based off what you click, the automated bot says something back to you and you say something back to it. And so it's automatically kind of communicating with you. We see these sometimes on websites too, when you have a little messenger pop up and it says, how can we help you? And you type in and it replies to you. And at some point you can get to a real person, but usually that chatbot interacts with you at first. So that's essentially what a chatbot is. Uh, however, we do not really use it in that way because those can be really complex. And although you could set up a, a quick chatbot just to say like, what are you interested in? How can I help you? that isn't really what we're going to discuss. Mostly we're going to discuss using it kind of like an email list because that's how we're using it in our businesses. So because we are using the chat box uh, to automate people into a chat or messenger list, uh, we have a lot of different ways that we do that to get people opted in and then we're kind of treating it like an email list. I hope that was a good explanation. It's like, you can do so many things with a chat bot. It's just for our businesses, we don't do anything that's like what Cole, Coles or Target does, right?
0: Yeah, that seems really complex. You know, I haven't really dove too far into it yet, but I have experienced them as a user and a buyer, and um, they they seem way complex for what what they have going on that I've seen yeah. out there. So, you know, maybe goals or something one day, but I don't know that, you know, I think what I would only want is just like, Hey, how can I help you if they need help with something? But I don't know how I can use it to say anything else. Like, I don't, I haven't thought, thought it through too much yet, but I like the, like what we're doing right now, because we're specifically, you know, getting people on there
1: that are interested
0: in certain things with our stores. So
1: I think there's a good mix available because so we're using ManyChat, which is a service that allows you to set up kind of a basic chat where people chat to your store via Facebook Messenger and you can automatically say things back. But it also has an area where you can set up things where people opt into a chat list so that you have people's messengers, not their emails, but their messenger accounts on your Message list. And that's what we're using it for. So I think that's a good balance of being able to communicate with people automatically through Facebook Messenger. Like you said, if you just want to see it, if they message you and you say, hey, I'll be right with you, or what do you need help on? But essentially, what we're using it for is that other feature of ManyChat, which is to get people to opt into a list. And that's been pretty powerful because a lot of times the open rates are much higher than email lists. We also are still offering them the chance to opt into an email list, which you can very easily do through the ManyChat if you have the paid version. So we are doing that as well because it's always nice to have them on your email list and on your chat list, especially you never know when Facebook is going to change the rules on the chat bot and and all of the messenger stuff. So if they change a rule and you can't use it anymore, it's always good to have it on your email list.
0: Yeah, exactly. I definitely try to always give them the option to get on my email list as well, just so that I have them over there because I know that's not going anywhere.
1: Right. So let's talk a little bit about ManyChat and some of the features then because ManyChat is, I know there's a lot of different services, but I feel like ManyChat is one of the most widely used ones to set up a chat bot or to set up a messenger list, which is what we're using. And there's a lot of different features in it and it can get a really complicated. Um, So I ended up looking at a lot of YouTube videos to try to figure out what all this stuff meant. Um, And now that I understand what everything means, it makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, it really does. Like when you showed me how to do my first one, once you showed me where everything was and how it worked, it was really easy to set up the next one. But it was very overwhelming in the beginning because there's so many different categories of Of options and things that you can use. And, and it's not necessarily the same options that you would use when you're on email. And you definitely don't want to send the same things as you would on email, you know, you want it to, it's a chat. So like, you know, you want to talk to people and uh, use it in different ways. So
1: yeah, yeah. So let's to kind of give people an introduction to many chat, let's let's kind of just walk through The different things that it does. So, what we recommend is go on the ManyChat, do a free account. With the free account, you can't send people over directly to your email list through ConvertKit. That is the paid account and um, is so worth it. But just start with the free account. And when you start the free account, you'll notice that it connects with your Facebook business page. And any messages that you send from ManyChat are going to come from your business page. Any subscribers that you get are going to be subscribed through your business page, through the individual Messenger account. So once you get that mini chat account, you'll see a bunch of different tabs. Um, you'll see your audience tab where you can check out anybody who's subscribed, just like on an email list. You'll see a live chat section, which was kind of something that I missed when I first started this. If somebody replies to one of your automated messages or a bot that you have set up, And you don't have something set up for the bot to message them back, their message will fit in the live chat queue, which is really actually kind of nice because sometimes when people message me on Facebook Messenger, their messages get lost and I don't really see them. So now I know I can log in every morning and just like an email inbox, I've got my chat inbox. So that's kind of nice.
0: Yeah, I just found that yesterday and I was so excited because now once you start sending these messages out, then your messenger app on your business page is filled with messages. And it's, it is very easy to lose the people that are actually trying to talk to you then. And you don't want that. I just found the live chat yesterday because some people, you know, I was asking them a question and they weren't clicking the the button choices and they just type stuff in and then Oh yeah that happens a lot. It was easy for me to go over there and look at it then and be like, "Oh, okay, they didn't click the button so their email didn't get sent over the way it was supposed to so that I just right. manually added them into my email list." So, it was very helpful.
1: Yeah, that's most of the time what I end up using it for. And I feel like the Facebook Messenger through your business page app is really wonky and I don't like it. So I like having ManyChat because every all of my messages come right there into the ManyChat platform and I feel like it's easier to use than Facebook Messenger. So the next thing you see is growth tools. And so this is where we're going to kind of get into what you can do to get people onto a Messenger list and subscribe to your messages. So when people are on your Messenger list, you essentially can send them a Facebook message, just like you would send an email to an email list. So you can segment people, you can tag them, you can add them through different forms, you can add them to different tags, you can do automations, everything ConvertKit does, and most of your email services do, you can do in ManyChat. It's just called different things because that's how it always works and it's confusing. But the growth tools are essentially forms. So, when you get into menu chat and you're looking at growth tools and you're like, I don't know what these are. If you click on widgets, these are different opt in forms. And some of the growth tools, AKA opt in forms, I've tried and some I haven't. So, the top ones show you things that you can put on your blog. Like you can put a pop up, you can do a page takeover, a slide in, a bar, what you would normally do for your email opt in. You can put your chat opt in. And it's essentially, what it looks like is, hey, join this and get a free resource. So you can set it up to do the same thing with your email list where you send them a file um, with a free resource in it and they're subscribed to your Messenger chat list. And it'll look like a pop-up or a slide-in or whatever you set it up. Another thing it has is it has buttons that you can embed in your blog. It has boxes you can put on the sidebar of your blog. So people can opt in just like your email list, which I think is really cool. Uh, it's also kind of like a one-click thing. They click on the Messenger link and it automatically connects with their Facebook Messenger because most people are logged into Facebook. So they don't have to put in their email or anything. They just click it and they're done, which is pretty cool. So you haven't tried any of the blog ones yet, right? I have not. No, I haven't.
0: Been, I've been seeing success with the, the Facebook post ones and and I haven't really ventured out yet.
1: Yeah. So this is on my list to kind of get it added. I've just perfected my email <laughs> one, So now I'm like, great. Okay. I'm going to need to do this too. But I have tried one on a specific page, which is my thank you page when people sign up for an email list. So they, they get a bunch of resources and a resource drive. And on the top of it, I said, hey, do you want messenger reminders too? And I just put a button. And so that adds them to my messenger list as well. And that button has been doing pretty good um, just because the people are already signed up for my email list. They've clicked over to the resources. So they're really engaged people. And there are tons of other options here. You can make a landing page. So let's say you're doing a webinar or a Facebook live training and you want people to get a Facebook messenger reminder. That's a great way to set it up. You can send people to a landing page that says, click here, and then it'll add them to your list for that event whatever list you set it up. And then before the event, you can message them all and say, hey, in five minutes, I'm going live or the training starts in five minutes. Here's the link. Click on it. Um, Makes you join me. And I think that works pretty well.
0: Yeah, I think that would be work amazing just because, you know, people have their phones with them all the time. And the messenger, if they are asking to be reminded and then they get that message on their phone, they're more likely to click over and go check out your live then.
1: If you do Facebook Lives and you're not really getting great engagement, it's probably because you need to plan things out. So no longer can you just randomly go live or let people know you're going live like the day before and go live and have people on. You need to like send an email to your email list. You need to send a chat reminder. You need to create an event for it. Like In order to get people to show up, you have to put a lot more work into it now. But it can be really successful if a lot of people do show up, especially if you're highlighting a resource that that they can purchase. So I plan on using that a lot when I do my webinars over the summer. And over the summer, I like to do like two or three webinars. And usually I'll send an email about it to remind people to hop on. And last year, my first one, I had about 1200 people signed up and 400 showed up live. So I feel like if I have the messenger bot this year to remind them as well that it's going on. Um, because a lot of people are, like you said, on their Facebook way more than in their inbox. Um, I think that'll have even more people show up live. And I think timeliness is important too. Like if you send people a Facebook message at like noon, you're probably not going to get people to click through immediately. Um, It's probably definitely a good idea to look at what time people are on their Facebook app. So like we were talking about before, like 7 p.m. is good, you know, like eight or maybe six. It just depends.
0: Yeah, because there was one I sent I sent earlier and people didn't really open it, but then ones that I sent later, you know, you just have to experiment with it, just like anything, you know, when you figure out when's best to send your emails, you have to figure out when's best to send your, your chat stuff.
1: Yeah, and during the school day, probably not. Yeah. Summer gets a little more complex because summer – There's a lot of different factors, like some teachers are on during the day because they have more time, some of them more in the morning because they're leisurely getting ready because it's summer, but, you know, also are still doing things with their family. So it just is really kind of tricky and you have to kind of play with it. So that is really good. And that's how I'm going to use it this summer. But some other things you can do under these opt-in forms or growth tools is there's one where they just give you a URL. So you provide the URL and people click it, they're added. That's pretty easy. You could share that in a a post. I do have to say though, I've tried this one. I've actually tried this and I've tried the Facebook comments opt-in and the sending them a URL like putting, hey, do you want this free resource? Click this link. That one did not do well. I think I maybe got 20 subscribers, but then I sent the same one as a Facebook comments opt-in form, which is an option on many chat. And basically what they do is you tell people, hey, comment on this Facebook post if you want this free resource, and I'll send it to you via Facebook Messenger. And you have to tell them, I'm going to send it to you via Facebook Messenger. That's one of the requirements of using it. And then when people comment on it, you have the bot set up to, to send them an opt-in message that says, hey, do you want to sign up for my list if so, reply, and then I'll send you the free resource. And then people reply, and it automatically sends them the free resource. You add the link to whatever resource you want to share and whatever text you want to send them, and then you can send them follow-up messages just like an email sequence as well, which is cool. And you can do the follow-up sequence on any of these opt-ins. I've just used it mostly with the Facebook comments. So their comment on your Facebook post automatically sends them that message to messenger and then they get added to your your messenger list, which is super cool. And because people are commenting on it, it's getting way more reach. So like I'll get anywhere from 200 to 500 comments on these. It's crazy. (laughs) And that's great. I mean, that
0: was the crazy thing when I started this. I was like, I cannot believe how many comments I'm getting on this. And I know people are seeing it and it's the same exact posts that I have going out on my Facebook, like weekly, you know, scheduled in and going out like, Hey, look at this freebie, you can sign up and get it. And it gets maybe a couple clicks. But you know, of the three posts that I've sent out, I've got like 500 comments on one 200 on Mm -hmm. another and 100 on on the third. And and it's just crazy how many of them then go into their messenger and actually open it, like <laughs> actually open the message. You know, you know when you're sending email, they go and maybe they never even open that that email and they never even get the freebie. But out of the three posts that I've done, I've had 100%, 100% and 98% of the people open the message then when I send it to them and then, you know, <laughs> above 50% up to 95% of them actually click on it then too. So it was cra- It's crazy.
1: Yeah. So that one I think is, is pretty powerful. Um, you can also connect it directly to a Facebook ad or you can boost the Facebook comments one, which I like to do. Usually I'll let it gather like three or 400 comments and then after about 48 hours, then I'll boost it. And I don't just do a general boost. It's it's where I go into the complete ads manager And I set up an engagement campaign with that post because you can pull up the post from your Facebook page. So I don't click the boost button. I like to set it up completely from scratch and get to pick where it is. And I always want to, you always want to make sure to, if you're just like generally boosting it, usually it'll put it like on Instagram and stuff. If you're doing a Facebook comments ad or any sort of chat ad, you want to make sure that it is only being shown in the newsfeed. Because otherwise, if people comment on your like Instagram post, if it, it's going out there as an ad, then they don't get subscribed. Yeah,
0: I I did that by accident already. And then I realized it right away. It's like, oh, yeah, that's not going to work.
1: Yeah, you definitely don't want to pay money for people or get them frustrated. Yeah, that they can't get it. So. So, yeah, those are like the opt in forms, very similar to email, except that last Facebook comment went, which is super powerful because they don't have to do anything except comment. And then it's instantly in their inbox. Like It's just so fast that people are signing up like crazy. And usually you're offering a free resource. You did one to get people into your Facebook group. I've done ones for things like events in the past. Um, so it's just really powerful. Like If you're doing anything to engage people, that's free. Now, as far as selling paid products, these opt-in forms are, aren't really useful for for that, unless you're giving something free to start with. So let's kind of talk about the last few things on ManyChat. You've got broadcasting, which broadcasts are just regular messages and you can send messages to everyone on your list or or subsects of the list, um, depending on like, just like within your email opt-in. And then there's some automations that you can set up. I don't have any automations set up. Those are all the default chatbot stuff where people message you from out of the blue and it replies to them. I don't really have any of that set up because I'm using like an e- email opt-in. And then you've got flows, which um, allow you to make sequences. So all the same as email, just different words. But let's talk a little bit about what to do with our chat bot. So we talked about connecting with buyers and conversing with them, but I think we should talk about like what not to do when you send messages to your chat list. Because I think you can definitely do this wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And there are some, some rules with sending messages out to your uh, chatbot list. And so the rule is that you can send one promotional email in the first 24 hours after they have interacted with your, your chatbot. So if they comment or write back or click something, and then 24 hours after that, you can send them something promotional if you want it. And then it's called the 24 plus one rule. So in that first 24 hours, you can send one. And then after that 24 hours, you can send one more ever.
1: Yeah, that's a follow up.
0: Yeah, unless you get them to interact again, and then it starts over. And so it's kind of tough, but I don't even know that I'm going to even use the promotional ones as much because the ones that I did experiment with a little bit, they, they got really bad click rates and open rates, because I think people just don't want to be sold to in their messenger. So I kind of thinking my strategy is going to be more like, you know, building those relationships and answering questions and, and sending them to blog posts and stuff like that. Because I just don't see I know that I don't even like it. Like someone's like, why are they in my messenger telling me about this uh, product? I don't want to hear about it right now. So
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like I messed up a lot. Well, over, I first really used this over um, Thanksgiving break and was sending people, I did five days of freebies and I sent people a free resource every day for the five days. And then for Black Friday, I'm like, hey, I've got the crazy deals going on. Here are the deals. And people really loved the, here are the free resources. It got <laughs> them into my store. They had good feedback. And then I sent that last one, which is, hey, Black Friday deals. And the click rate was super low, like 5%. And then I even had a couple of people email or message me back and be like, this is a bit much. Can you like not send me this stuff? And they can unsubscribe at any time. But people were annoyed enough to actually message me and say something. And that made me reflect back on it and think, okay. Obviously, sending them those free resources worked really well and people enjoyed that, but sending them a sale notice did not work. So I highly discourage people from sending, even when you can send a promotional broadcast, if it's like you're within the 24-hour you're doing a follow-up one, I really would not use that to say, hey, my store is 25% off. And maybe people will disagree with me. Uh, but I think there are some better ways to do it. So for example, let's say that you are selling an $80 bundle, or I don't know, $60, $50 bundle, whatever, something that's that's big enough where you're going to take the time to really nurture people. So you could send people a message that's like, hey, here's here's your freebie that goes with it. Maybe it's a sample of the big product. And people will enjoy that. They'll like the free sample. It's a good way to get them onto your list. Then you can send them a follow-up blog post that shows them, like, here's how you use your free resource that you got. And then within that blog post, of course, you're going to link to the paid resource always. And then after that, you can ask them, hey, do you have any questions? And they can ask you questions. And you can go into your live chat box. And you can reply to them. And yes, it does take time. But most of the time, people will want to buy the larger bundle if you're conversing with them about the free resource or a lot of times they send me messages and say, hey, how can I buy or where can I find this kind of thing? And then you can even send them to a landing page like that has a video of you explaining how you use it in your classroom and underneath has a link uh, for, hey, um, just because you're a valued messenger subscriber, like it's 40% off today, which is a lot easier to use in choruses And membership sites and places, or if you sell on your own site where you can give them that discount code. But if you're selling on TPT and your bundles are always 20% off or 25% off, you can have a link and say, Get all the resources in this bundle and you'll save 25% off. It's an ongoing thing, but it kind of looks like it's a sale. So they can click over and buy it. So those are three opportunities you have to sell without selling to people through messenger. You're just showing them how to use a free resource, showing them how you use it in your classroom. And you're kind of doing that ultimate soft sell. So those are the kind of things I try to send. And I think those do really well. And I think they help me a lot make bigger sales. Whereas those direct like, Hey, I'm having a 25% off sale. Go those don't work. Yeah, no. I wish they did, but they don't because they get so much of that stuff in their feed as it is to get it in your messenger is annoying. Exactly.
0: And and the thing is, you can also follow up, like you sent them the freebie, you can follow up like, hey, did you get a chance to use it? You know, you have any questions and you could just build up and, and keep warming them up and you, you eventually can sell to them in non-direct ways so that you're still getting them out there and they're still seeing the resource you have available, but you're not saying, Hey, buy this, buy this resource. Here it is. You know, look at it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And to add to that too, like if you just have small resources that are four or $5, this would be way too much work for that. And I always tell people when they're talking about starting on TPT that the end goal needs to be to have a year-long curriculum of some sort. You know, Pick something you're really passionate about, whether it's a year-long reading curriculum or writing curriculum or a year-long project-based learning or year-long centers or year-long reading homework, whatever it is, pick something you're passionate about. End goal is to have a year of it that you can sell for more than $40 because these kinds of strategies... Take a lot of time, but once you have them in place and they're automated, you can really get a lot of people to purchase these larger items through these kinds of strategies. But like if you're trying to do a webinar or set up a chat bot or doing Facebook ads and they're just going to, you know, you just have a store full of four or $5 items that aren't really bundled into anything big to sell, it's really not easy. Now, maybe I'm sure we'll get a message and somebody will be like, oh, I've totally used this for that. But
0: like we say with everything, feel free to experiment on your own and see what works for you. Because yeah, we're always wrong all the time. <laughs> everybody's everybody's um, buyers are not the same, so maybe yours. Love what you sell? No, definitely not.
1: No, definitely not. It's just I found so much success with having the larger bundles that are year long curriculum, and then really hitting these marketing things hard. And I do feel like having those bigger things have really increased income, especially because like if you're selling something, it's four or five dollars and you're running an ad to it or you're running like an ad to get people opting in for a free resource. It costs money. And so if I'm having someone opt in for a free resource and I'm paying like 15 cents a person and then I'm continuing to send them messages and I'm making a video for it, like it needs to be enough money so that the like 10 percent of people that convert You know, it it makes more than the ad (laughs) because I'm putting all this effort into it. I hope that makes sense. Um, But I think, I think, really think that's the way to go. When, as if you're building your store, is to have something big that you can use these these kind of marketing things on. But and so there are some other ways that I use my chatbot too. So um, I was telling you before, I got pretty good conversion, like an eighteen to twenty percent click rate, which isn't great, but for for asking someone for something, I feel like it is. I had have, have been doing some surveys to um, try to figure out some of these this big product that I'm working on to try to see what teachers really want from it because I want to make sure that I'm meeting their needs as I put all this time and effort and money into the resource. And so I sent out a couple surveys using my um, chat list and you know, 18 to 20% of people clicked and a and a bunch of people took the survey and it was super helpful. And so I didn't sell anything there, but I you know, got feedback. And I'm pretty sure the people who are getting my surveys are like, okay, I'm waiting to see what she's making. And I told everybody too, like, thanks so much for your feedback. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. And on Instagram, I'm posting um, a lot of stories on what I'm creating so that they're constantly hearing about it. So I feel like it will eventually sell it.
0: Yeah. And I think the more um, conversational you are with them, the more they're going to respond to you. You know, the more you're talking to them, like you are there chatting with them about whatever it is you're asking them to do, and they feel like you're there is better than, you know, hey, 20% off my whole store, where it's kind of sounds like you're a robot or, you know, someone just kind of messaging everyone. But I feel like people have been responding to me, you know, asking questions, telling me how much they like the free resource. And now I know that I'm building those relationships and that if I do ask them questions or want some feedback from them, that that they will respond.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so I have so- something new going out this week that I'm a little nervous about. I'm sending people a video walkthrough of a product I'm working on. Um, I'm not selling it yet. It's actually not selling for like four months. <laughs> But I'm like I've never sent a video through a chatbot before, so I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, let me know. That'll be interesting. But I'm excited because I'm not really selling. I'm just like sending them the video and saying, "What do you think? What questions do you have? What feedback do you have?" Kind of hoping to get a feel for, for it. Like I said, I'm doing a lot on Instagram stories, and I get good feedback from there. But I feel I'll be able to have a conversation about it and get better feedback. That way, so we'll see how it goes. Sending a video makes me nervous. I don't know why. um
0: I don't know. I have people giving me feedback without me even asking for it already. You know, so like I feel <laughs> like if you ask for it, you know, they're like, "Oh, well, this, I love this." Or and I ask them, you know, "Did you get a chance to use the freebie I sent you?" And and lots of them are like, "No, not yet, but it's in my plans for next week." Or you know, like they were. Uh, I got that a lot too. Yeah, they are talking back to you and and. I think a lot of them do think they're talking to you in
1: real time. So, you know,
0: it's nice. I like it.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I like, too, that people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use it next week. And I always put in my sequence, if I'm giving them a free resource, I always have it where a few days later, it messages them and it says, hey, do you have any questions? Are you adding this to your plans? And then when they respond, I have it automated to respond and say, that's awesome. You know, I'm here if you have questions. And of course I go in there and manually answer questions too, but I also remind them like, hey, share if you share it on social media, tag me. And I get a lot of really good free pictures. Like they'll tag me, and I'll be like, hey, can I share this? And that gives me a lot of really great pictures from classrooms to share on my Instagram. And then, you know, people see it and follow. So it's just kind of an extra like free marketing thing that I get. People are excited about it and they share it. And so it's kind of neat.
0: Yeah, And I don't think like once you get the hang of it and you set one or two up, I, it takes me all of 10 minutes to set the new one up. If like I want to put one on a Facebook post next week, you know, it doesn't take me super long to set it up once you get going. So it's not a ton of time invested up front. It's just go back in, check if people are talking to you. Definitely don't ignore people because then it kind of defeats the purpose
1: know, you want right. to want
0: to get in there and, and make sure that you are letting them know that they're
1: being heard. Definitely. I really think it'd be awesome as people are, are trying these or setting up their many chat account, you know, hop into our open mastermind group at growethismastermind.com. You know, if you're already doing chat bots, if you're already getting people onto your chat list, like let us know what you're doing. That's working. Let's collaborate. If you're brand new, like you know, maybe we we can point you to a couple of, of how to videos on YouTube. It's pretty, there's some pretty good ones, and we can kind of help you get started. But I'd love to get more people on TPT onto many chat. And we don't have an affiliate link or anything. We looked because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we're like $27 away from breaking even <laughs> on the podcast, which we're totally not concerned about. But um, we don't have an affiliate link. We just think it would be really awesome for. And it's been awesome for our businesses and we want to share about it. So definitely try the free account, hop into the mastermind, talk to us about it. Um, We're not trying to sell it to you. We just really like it.
0: Yeah, it's just another one of those options. You know, don't feel like you have to get out there and do it immediately or anything if it doesn't sound like it's for you. But if it sounds like something you could be into, definitely check it
1: out. It's, It's pretty cool. Yeah, we want to get ideas. Yeah, we want some of your ideas. (laughs) Yeah, I really hate when I'm doing something that only like five people are doing and I have nobody to talk to about it. So I'm just going to be out there getting everybody on many chats so that we can start collaborating. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for this chat, Angie. I'll talk to you next time. See ya.
0: That's it for the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Make sure to rate and review so that this podcast can continue to reach teacherpreneurs around the globe. You can find the show notes and more about your hosts at growwithuspodcast.com.